Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another very special episode of Thoughts on Films. All our episodes are special, so I keep saying that over and over. Hey. <laughs> but this one is particularly so because we have with us Mrs. Eza Mahmood. Hello, everyone, dear listeners. Hey, yes. It has been a while. It has been a while, yes. Definitely. Um, I, I needed to check whether oh. I, I should still call you Miss or Mrs. <laughs> because, of course, now you're married. Uh, so we just need yes, to kind of make sure I'm that we are married. happily married. Yes, uh, you and Adib. Um, yes. Is your husband doing well? Yes, he is. And we've been enjoying the remote work from home. More quality time at home. Even though both of us are working. But yeah, right. it's well. It's good. That's good to know. And we will be delving a lot deeper into the coronavirus situation because for this episode, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be taking a closer look at the impact of this pandemic. It is a very big thing. It is, of course, something that goes without saying that you know, uh, our, our thoughts, uh, prayers and, and good wishes are always with those directly and indirectly affected by this. But this podcast being called Thoughts on Films, we are taking a closer look at uh, the kind of situation or the kind of problems or the kind of issues mm -hmm. that have been swirling around um, particularly in the Malaysian film context um, so we are going to be yeah. jumping into that a bit more later on we will also be having some contributions from some of our friends uh, at the very least uh, mm -hmm. from our friend in Indonesia Winaldo Swastia he's going to be chiming in with a bit more on the Indonesian situation, uh, particularly in his case, he's mm -hmm. supposed to be making his film now. So you know, of course, that's not going. That's not happening oh, no. for obvious reasons. No. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we are going to be jumping into that later on. But for now, uh, I, I before we catch up more with you, Ezra, I just want to make sure that you and all of our listeners are aware that we also have another special guest here. Um, somebody who goes by the name of hey. Jaden Nabik, <laughs> who's. Uh, Seated here. He, Hi, Jaken. Jaken, Ezra says hello. Hello. <laughs> so he's just here, um, just chilling with me. Our youngest um, guest yet. So, so he might chime in once in a while with some of his own input. Uh, but I want to hear a bit more from uh -huh. Ezra because uh, it's been a while, Ezra. The last episode we recorded with you was published on the 3rd of April, 2015. <laughs> so it's, oh, wow. it's basically five years. Uh, we, short. Mm -mm. Exactly. Uh, uh, the episode we were talking about Putru, uh, Putri Gunung uh, Ledang, Putru, Putri Gunung Ledang uh, in, in greater detail. Um, but uh, what have you been up to in the past five years? What's going on, Ezra? Oh Mahmoud? my God. <laughs> so many things had happened. I remember we recorded an episode and I was still in uni, mm -hmm. still studying, but trying to get my bachelor degree done. Mm -hmm. And I was abroad. Now I'm back at home. The beautiful, warm Malaysia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you, and you're on the opposite side of the globe. So yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how, you know, how five years fly. Mm, exactly. You know, time flies. It does. The the planes now are not <laughs> because of uh, <laughs> the pandemic, but time does fly. Unfortunately, we can't take flights on time. Um, 
what what have you been uh, up to more recently? Um, saw any good films lately? Um, I, I think you saw Rome. Yeah, definitely. In the cinema. Oh yes, I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I I was. I was at the uh, premiere of Raw by Imer Izwan, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Kuman Pictures. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's one of the film that I watch in the c- cinema after a while because I'm kind of busy working and getting you know, stuff done, making sure all the deadlines are met. And it's super refreshing, especially to watch a horror film, I mm. would say. Uh, and I have not, from what I can remember, I don't really. I remember the last time I watched horror film on in cinema is uh, Puntianak Harum Sunda Malam. That was my I goodness. Know, early two thousand. That was two thousand one, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. We're talking about old school as as old school can be. <laughs> Absolutely, I would agree. I have seen the film myself, and in fact, you have written a review. Oh. You have written a review for for us. Uh, we have published that. Uh, a lot of good words there. So, if you guys want to have a better idea of what Ezra think and 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 feel about the film, um, do check it out on thoughtsonfilms.com. But for now, we are going to be yeah. talking a bit more about the coronavirus situation, uh, just very briefly. For those of you who might be living under a rock, which seems like a good place to be in right now, um, the Malaysian situation, essentially uh, a lot of cases in Malaysia, I think uh, in terms of the continent, as we speak right now, one of the highest in Asia, which is quite crazy on one level because, yes, because we don't have one of the biggest populations in Asia. Uh, and yet our True confirmed that. cases are pretty high. It's, it's right up there. So that's uh, not a good thing. The government announced a shutdown uh, basically on life <laughs> in, in so many ways. Uh, people can't leave their houses wow. except for the most essential of needs, yeah. uh, which started on the 16th of March Mm-mm-mm. and is uh, supposed to end. Oh, no, it was announced on the 16th and it started on the 18th. And it was it's now yeah. been extended until the fourteenth of April. Um, Ezra, yeah. just from your perspective, you're in Malaysia. Uh, how are things going over there? What was what's life like for you right now? Yeah, the restrict sorry, the RMO restrict movement order has been placed and has been what almost uh, twelve days. We're at home, just at home and go out for groceries only my only one person allowed only the head of the family allowed and there's 
roadblocks everywhere mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't seen I mean we haven't seen any military personnel on the street but we definitely see some policemen uh, doing their work we at the front line to just make sure that everyone implement everyone follow the order and, and yeah I think it has it, it, it does shows it does I would say everyone listen to what the government asked for but uh, I think definitely there's some people who just don't care and probably just don't see why it's uh, you know it should be implemented. But I think it's definitely uh, uh, need to be done and in order to stop the spread of the virus. And yeah, for me, I just because I work in the production and we we basically postpone all our schedule uh, schedule shooting dates mm. and. Uh, because most of our shooting will be outside of KL, so mm-hmm. we need to travel. We can't even travel outside of our state. So and even and they said they, uh, in the in the order they mentioned that you can only travel ten kilometers away from the address on your IC. So <laughs> and mm-hmm. if if your IC is some in a different state, you need to bring your water bill or electricity bill with you to show that oh, this is where I live. Wow. So, yeah, I That's think very specific. <laughs> very specific, yes. And uh, yeah, so because uh, yeah, we whenever we travel just to the grocery store, we need to pass because in in my neighborhood we need to go out a bit from where our residential area to go to the shops and grocery store. So there's always and it's connected to a it's connected to like a, a main highway. So there's always policemen there. So yeah. Uh, it's it's. I think every every as long as everyone stays at home and just you know use the time to uh, just think about what's happening. You know, you really make use of the time. Mm. I think eventually we're gonna it's gonna pass and we're gonna get back our normal routine, our normal life. How about how about you? How about you, sir? And yeah. In, in in Nottingham, to be a little more precise, uh, by and large, okay. I mean, there are restrictions put in place that limited a lot of what we can do. People can't really go outside unless they go to the grocery uh, to to go go to the shop to get the groceries, or they're going out to get a bit of exercise. Um, although, although, of course, that is not recommended either. By and large, for the most part, in many respects across the board, you are strongly. Uh, I guess you could say um, forced in some way to stay at home because uh, there, there's the social yeah. pressure for you to not go out, and True. even even going out to get groceries, it is still highly uh, restricted and limited. I went to Asda yesterday to get some food, and they only allowed uh, a certain number of people to enter the store, which meant that those who came a little bit later, yeah. they have to line up outside of Asda. Before they could get in, so oh my it could God. take about fifteen to twenty minutes of you just being out there in the open, and that is. But that's that. It's it's not really particularly drastic for quite a lot of people. Uh, uh not directly affected by it. Uh, I, I think. I mean, for, no, especially. Yeah, a, a lot of people are, of course, uh, gravely affected in a more medical sense, but. Luckily for me and for my own family, 
um, we are okay. So I feel like this is more of an inconvenience than than is a problem. It's hopefully we can get through this a lot sooner rather than later. Mm. So it's okay. Mm. Not so bad. But you have to bear in mind, Nottingham is a very small city, so very different. I, I would imagine in other places like London or Manchester, where you have a bigger, oh, maybe more international population, uh, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that. But obviously, uh, this is uh, thoughts on films, you know, not thoughts on life. Although sometimes we do oh, <laughs> veer yeah. towards that particular area. <laughs> I do want to get a bit more into the Malaysian cinema, uh, uh, cinema and, and film industry situation, if you will, because uh, March twenty twenty is actually quite a busy month overall. We yeah, were exactly. supposed to have nine Malaysian films released just in that one month alone, which is pretty crazy. That's a lot of love. It is. You have to bear in mind that for the longest time, uh, I grew up in the context mm-hmm. of Wajib Tayang. And I'm, I'm basically, mm-hmm. I'm just used to seeing one Malaysian film at the most per week. But of course, now situations are a little mm-hmm. more relaxed, I think, at least on that front. So you do have films being released. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in a single week, you can have two or three films being released. Uh, just very quickly running through the list of Malaysian films in the, mar- in, in the month of March. Um, you have Jodo Shaitan, you have Pakatipo, yeah. uh, you have Atayom uh, Taandi. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, but that's uh, a, a Malaysian film. Supposed to be released on the 12th, on the 12th of March. Um, the same date as Bulan dan Priya Terhebat. Uh, Directed by Gaza Bubaka. And then the film that you saw. Yeah, I, I'm keen to watch it. Hmm? What? Oh, yes, definitely. Roh. I'm keen to watch Bulan and Priya Terhebat. It's, it, it's from Guy Bakar and he directed a couple of uh, well received well films in Malaysia, like Police Evo. So, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. But now and, it's And Chichap Man 3, don't forget. <laughs> Oh, Man. <laughs> uh, wow, you weren't thinking about that, were you? <laughs> oh my god! I think he's one of the co-directors, if I'm not wow. mistaken. Um, if if I recall oh, yeah, correctly, yeah. yeah, I might be wrong, but Mm-mm. but he's there, he's there. Um, but yeah, uh, Chapman Three was there uh, on, in his filmography, but but of course, uh, Police Evo is his most famous film um, that yes. I'm aware of. Uh, and then the following week, 19th March, where we had Roh and uh, another documentary, uh, a documentary rather, not another documentary, Eye on the Ball by Yi Wen Chen. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to watch this one as well. It's, I think it's by the production, uh, the team that brought the uh, Rage, the, the Rage um, video channel. Yes. They do a lot of local driven documentaries. So, yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, I think... I think it's interesting to watch them coming out with their first feature yeah. documentary. Be nice. Exactly. Yes, we've written a piece about UN herself. Um, she is mm-hmm. one of the lead persons on. I think it's pronounced R Age, but I, mm-hmm. I because it's, it's supposed to be like R and, and and that's separate from age, so it's supposed to be R Age, which is supposed oh, to be like morning. But to be honest oh, okay. with you. Even I myself for the longest time, and I still do it in my head. I just look mm. at it and I say rage, and I prefer that because it sounds so much cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yes, um, it's produced by Rage um, against the machine, uh, if you will. Yeah. 
So that's that. Um, Fire and the Ball is supposed so to come out. Huh? Oh, sorry, is that? Found it so much badass as well. Like Rage. We're from Rage. It does. Yeah, it's a bit more of an attitude. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you have Mm-mm. Escape. Uh, or the 26th of March is supposed to have three films, right? You have Escape, uh, Kenderaan Berat Ikut Kiri, and Town Mall. That's three yeah. films in, in the last week of March. Uh, and in the first week of April, the 2nd of April, supposed mm-hmm. to be uh, Takut yeah. Ketak uh, by Muzami Rahman. So, Muzami Rahman, yeah. yeah. You know, our, our good friend, if you will. Uh, at least I think of him as a good friend. He, he might think of me as uh, not such a good friend. <laughs> Um, different different perspectives all adding to the colour that is the world we live in but nevertheless that's the list of films about 9 to 10 films uh, in, in my opinion uh, gravely affected um, either yeah. they are not released at all like Eye on the Ball and uh, Ro or they are released like mm-hmm. Bulan dan Priya Terhebat but didn't quite manage to kind of complete its uh, cinematic run here um, in terms of the films there as a your thoughts, yeah. I mean, on, on how this might affect them. Is, is is this going to be something that they can work with and, and release later on? Um, which I'm sure some of them will. Uh, but but is this going to be a matter of some of these films, maybe they should consider alternative distribution and exhibition methods? Um, yeah, I think, I think it's definitely, definitely a challenge now because you already plan this... You, like like for a, for a film production, you've already planned it so uh, at least a few months before the release date, and you know you like building up to that, and then suddenly COVID happens, and everything everything needs to be pushed after, and like yeah, it's it's such an uncertainty of what will happen, like it's gravely affect the ticket sales, obviously, and the. Uh, uh, total total gain of of uh, the film, so it's kind of hard to to project really. Like, imagine if you postpone it to a different date, and there's already film scheduled on that date. Um, that already will be uh, released on that date. So it's gonna be clash of clash of uh, screenings, obviously. Yeah, screenings, yeah. So yeah, I think I it's really. And I kind of, I kind of feel sad because <laughs> uh, you know all these filmmakers really work really hard to put put out a film, especially Emir. This is his first feature, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, the film Raw mm-hmm. and Takut Ketak by Muzami Rahman. Also, something some uh, a film that I really uh, you know look I really was rooting for. Especially when I first watched the trailer, interesting take on comedy, mm-hmm. horror, horror comedy. So, yeah, I think uh, I I just pray that they're they're you know they're coping with it in uh, financially and just the overall. Uh, I would say damage control. I would say it's a chal- like like a chal- like a hurdle they need to. Mm. And I think there's definitely somehow blessing in disguise. God knows. Probably it just you know things meant to be. So yeah, good I, I hope for good things. I, I hope good things will come out of this, hopefully for them. So 
yeah and and for for us viewers also i feel like especially now everyone's just staying at home doing nothing it's kind of like especially if you're just staying at home and didn't go out hmm. it's kind of taking a toll on you especially you know just living and <laughs> just staying at home so yeah i kind of miss going out <laughs> a bit and uh, probably just go to the mall and watch a film like yeah how about How about you, sir? Do you miss? <laughs> Do you? I I remember watching film in the UK because the 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 view I think have like this three pounds, three pounds. Really? For the film. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not the case in Nottingham. No. <laughs> that's what I can say. Uh, um, a lot of films. Is it? A lot closer to, uh, a lot closer to double digits. Um, eight nine pounds. Um. Some yes, oh. you have like seven pounds. Certain uh, cinemas you have uh, in in Nottingham, you have Cineworld, which is one of the mainstream uh, exhibitors, and then you have Broadway, which is like an independent oh, yeah. place. So the, in Broadway, a lot of the cinema, a lot of the films tend to be a little cheaper, uh, of about five six pounds or so, but. But still, three pounds, that's a steal. <laughs> that is an absolute steal. Uh, and it makes me feel like I'm living in the wrong yeah. city. <laughs> or, or the wrong time. That was a long time ago, I suppose. Half a decade, Ezra. Come on. Yeah. You know? Half oh, a decade. Wow. <laughs> Let's just think think about that for a moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, you, you were talking about... Oh, I think that you You were talking about staying at home, having to stay at home now. I yeah. just wonder whether, <laughs> let's say, if some of these films uh, we now release online by way of a video on demand or by way of maybe Astro oh, First, yes. Africa, um, w- w- would that be an effective way Astro, for, for... Like, oh my God. Yeah, what, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I've been... <laughs> like, I really enjoy having the time at home because I'm editing a couple things right now and... You know, whenever I feel like I need some, I need to rest a bit, so I just put on Netflix. I think it's now <laughs> every month that we're paying the bill, kind of like worth it because we watch it regularly. And 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 nowadays, I wouldn't say nowadays, but it has been a while. Netflix, there's there's a lot of very good content, so mm. I feel I feel very pleased with the the programs. Uh, and the TV and the shows and the, and everything that they put in, especially the Netflix original and the Netflix series, and they really step up their game, especially nowadays with the S Void Wars with all this new S S Void coming mm. and Disney Plus, and you know, but Disney Plus not in Malaysia sadly, <laughs> but we still have like Netflix View. Right. And iFlix, and mm-hmm. we have a few more. I just discovered Mubi, M U B I. It's a, it's like um, it's only thirty film per per day. So mm-hmm. they they kind of renew a film every day. So you only have thirty choices, mm. which is nice. And everything is like critically acclaimed, highly, no, uh, all in uh, like successful in the award. Uh, Scene, so yeah, that one, and mm. there's a few documentary stream channel like Curiosity Stream and I Wonder. So yeah, there is a few, and I I I have three suggestions 
mm-hmm. from Netflix. If anyone, yeah, I think do you have Netflix? I don't, but I have something that will make you feel sad oh, you because I just subscribed to Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit jealous. I'm happy, like a good, positive jealous. I'm like, eh, that's nice. <laughs> This, now, oh, they, yeah. I, I, have to, I have to say, I have to explain. I have to kind of explain the bigger picture for, okay. for our listeners and also for you. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, because yeah. It's, it's, to be honest with you, it's not really something I really wanted to get. But the okay. introductory price was good. And I feel that is something that my wife and son would enjoy. Given that we are mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to stay at home yeah. for the foreseeable future. This might be something worth Mm-mm. having around. So... So that's why I subscribe to it. Not really for me. Uh, I, I probably will check out the Mandalorian <laughs> later, Kapaga. But but for now, that's that. As for them, and in in that sense, um, yeah. In, in in that sense, yeah. I suppose the answer to the, to the question earlier is that yeah, we should consider. I mean, like a raw iron the ball, takut ketak, maybe released online. You know, that that might be. Uh, yeah. A way forward for these films because when when they are released later, as you rightly pointed out, if they are to come out in the cinema, mm. then mm. there's going to be a lot of clashes with a lot of other films. I can see that cannibalizing yeah. into the film audience that exists in Malaysia mm. for these films. And when we say film audience, yeah. uh, we we do have unfortunately still a large number of people who watch films based on whether they are not they are Malaysian mm. films or not so so the the group of people who regularly watch Malaysian films um, I would say mm-hmm. it's, it's not a fixed thing it's, it's not a consistent thing where uh, a, a lot of films have a lot of viewers uh, what you do have are some films that some people watch a lot more of or a lot more people watch uh, a lot more of but it doesn't mean that other films have the same chance, if you will. You know, you, of course, if you look back in, in terms of history, yeah, you will have some films. Just over the past few months and and the, the past year or so, mm-hmm. they do well, but they do well because they are these you know films. They are these animated films like Agent Ali, But the audience for Agent mm-hmm. Ali, um, is not the kind of same the same kind of audience that would also turn out for maybe for instance Takut Ketak. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, true. Yeah. So because the audience, I will say, for a lot of Malaysian films, uh, if not even most Malaysian films, are still relatively small, there is that fear that mm. if all these films come out later on and clash with other films, uh, they go, they're going to cannibalize mm. uh, their own audience. And that, that might be a problem uh, in terms of the box office taking. So... So that's my consideration. True. So maybe video on demand is is uh, a way forward for people to to consider, right? Um, moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms mm-hmm. of uh, events, yeah, we were also supposed to have Pesta Film Kita, uh, supposed to have taken place on the twenty first on the weekend of twenty first of March. Uh, of course, that is postponed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Malaysian Film Festival, uh, I think in in the middle of April. Uh, yeah. The 31st Malaysian Film Festival, which is basically like the Malaysian Oscars, that's postponed as well uh, to another date. Uh-uh. And also another location. They were supposed to actually 
hold the event somewhere in Malacca, if not mistaken. But the decision has meant that uh, they're, they're going to change the date and also going to take it out of Malacca to bring it back to to the Klang Valley. Kesian orang Melaka, I feel like um, <laughs> we we can have I mean, something like, good I there. Feel, I, I still don't understand because like Klang Valley has a higher number of you know if you want to if you want to look it from a COVID perspective, like Klang Valley has almost 900 cases and mm. in Melaka it's just 33. So I feel like yeah, mm. I don't understand the rationale. Do, yeah. do you do you somehow know why? Mm, I, I I would generally agree with you. I, I'm just thinking that from the perspective of the organizers, they're thinking that if they are going to hold it, it's probably going to be a, a lot smaller in terms of the scale. It's not going to be as big as before. Oh, yes. And the number of people involved is also going to be reduced, in which case it's probably going to be a lot easier to hold it a little closer to home for people who don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, true that, yeah. true that. So that's, that's a consideration. I mean... Every time you want to go up and down to Melaka, to macam, you know, that's a, at least a number of hours on the highway. Yeah. So. so that's a consideration, yeah. I would think. But, I, I mean, I would agree with you. I Generally speaking, I just like if we kind of move around the country uh, to have True. Uh, other parts of the country, not often central to uh, the, you know, mainstream considerations. Not a lot of people think so much about the Kelantanese or, or the Kedahan perspectives. Yeah. So I, I, I'm always True. in favor of sharing things around, if you will. So, yeah, so that's a pity. Um, but as that, we will see what happens on that front. Mm. Uh, they might change their mind again in the future. Um, and lastly, yeah. uh, on this particular front, um, Finas conducting a survey sharing it with a lot of the uh, industry practitioners just to see what the impact of the coronavirus is uh, on their livelihoods. Um, I, To be honest with you, I feel yeah. like it's not a bad thing to have some numbers to work with, but there's also another side of me that feels that I can just tell them what the end result of this survey is, which is we are greatly affected. Uh, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, and it's not great because uh, it has not been great for a while. A lot of the people working in the industry, largely freelancers. And mm-hmm. if you're not working, um, that. you, you're that. not making money, full stop. Um, am, am I right in that front? You, you say that you're working in production or, or that you are supposed to shoot something? Yes, I do. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. is that a freelancing and, and or, or is it something else? I work in a production as a full-time. Mm-hmm. So I'm still, um, I think I'm lucky to be able to work full-time in production. And now, because we've already filmed a lot of things before, um, the, re- the, RM- the restriction uh, movement order starts. So mm-hmm. um, I just really focuses on the footages and editing at home. So everything is pretty well for me, but I understand, especially if you're, uh, let's say, a, like a videographer or like a DOP, like, you really need to be on the field, and that's that's where you produce nasi is. That uh, you know you were, you are paid by day of how many days you work. So definitely affected. And if I really hope that they have some sort of saving to to uh, basically uh, you know make it make it through the day, through the week, through the month. That now that we have to be in the lockdown, and yeah, the government, the Malaysian government has been. Um, generous enough to help out with some fundings, mm-hmm. but I think that doesn't doesn't it 
doesn't really help, especially the freelancer, because they need to have like a proper, um, how to say, monthly um, payment yeah. slip in order for you to apply for it. And, you know, it's hard, especially if you, if you work just based on like project. So, it's, yeah, I think it's kind hard. Mm. Uh, and hope there, hope everyone's okay, and hope, hope these things will you know quickly uh, pass us so we can have our normal mm. working hours and days. Yeah. Yeah, I will agree with you. Certainly, the pay slip thing. I, I didn't really think about that so much. It's a very good point, and yeah, hopefully things will get back to normal a lot sooner rather than later. Although having said that, as I did mention before, the normal situation for a lot of practitioners in Malaysia. A lot of film practitioners, uh, not not the best of situations to begin with, but certainly a lot better than it is now, uh, I would imagine, and certainly confirmed by your assessment there, Ezra. Um, so yes, yes ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, the first part of our episode. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now, just to hey. give you a, a little bit more context. <laughs> you might be hearing, you might have heard some sounds uh, on the audio just now um, of pew, 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 and whatnot, and... That was my son. Uh, he's playing with his uh, Tie Fighter, um, the Lego, hey. the Lego Star Wars thing. So he's just like playing with Did that. Did you say and then... Tie Fighter? Yeah, the Tie Fighter. Yes. Where? Hey, where was Star Wars right at home? Hey. He's getting into it. Um. <laughs> he's getting into it. So I'm doing, I'm doing my duty. It is, you know, you gotta make sure that, at least for for me, um, you know, your your kid grows up. Happy and healthy, um, in in the context of our religion, um, Muslim and all that. But um, yeah, also as a Star Wars fan, it is my duty to ensure that he sees uh, the, the the light as soon as possible. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jacob. Definitely, and and if I may add, like, I mean, like we last talked on on a podcast like five years ago, and you know, within in back in two thousand sixteen, I was interning. In Tunisia, mm-hmm. where they they filmed the 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 first trilogy of Star Wars. Ah, in Mata. No. So yeah, I was, I was <laughs> oh, that's I amazing! Know, right? That's amazing. Uh, you went it's right nice. to the very source, right to the original place. <laughs> um, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think I was. Mm. Uh, uh, my Disney Plus has gone out the window because I feel that you have now absolutely the most impressive thing <laughs> that has been brought up in the context <laughs> of this podcast. I, I, I bow down to you, <laughs> the greatness that is your experience in Tunisia uh, before the amazometer uh, blow off the charts, if you will. Uh, we're going to be taking a short break. And we're going to be right back uh, after the break. Uh, we're going to be taking in the perspective of a friend of ours, uh, Winaldo Swastia in Indonesia. And hey. we'll have a listen. And yeah, we'll be right back after that. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Dan ini menuntut kerajaan untuk meneruskan perintah kawalan pergerakan bagi satu tempoh masa yang lebih lama. Sehubungan itu, kerajaan telah memutuskan Tempoh perintah kawalan pergerakan akan dilanjutkan sehingga 14 April 2020. Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back. Um, now, this is a 
second part of this episode a little shorter because we are uh, just going to be focusing okay. a bit more on the perspective of uh, one of our friends in Indonesia. His name is Winaldo Swastia. Yeah. He is an up-and-coming director. He's, he's been making a number of mm-hmm. uh, television programs and, and films over the past uh, number of years, primarily as, as an ex- mm-hmm. assistant director, uh, also as a co-director uh, to some well-regarded filmmakers like Gary Nugroho and Hanin hey. Bramantio. So he's, oh, oh, oh. he's been there. He knows what it's about. And the thing here is he's supposed to be, like literally right now, supposed to be in the middle of a shoot for his uh, feature film debut as the director. But of course, uh, COVID-19 had something to say about that. Uh, I reached out to him and this is what he had to say. Hi, my name is Aldo. Uh, I'm a film director living in Jakarta, Indonesia. Uh, thank you uh, to Fikri for giving me the opportunity to answer some of his questions about uh, COVID-19 and the effect on Indonesian film industry. First question, what's life in Jakarta like since COVID-19 became well known? Well, when the outbreak started in Wuhan, China and the news uh, quickly spreading uh, to Jakarta, People here started to find any information about the virus through internet, social medias, news on television, and uh, the awareness after that rapidly grew and people started wearing masks everywhere. I was preparing for my film, my current film, and 30 to 40% of the people I met on the street back then were wearing masks. And this trend gradually grew to almost 8 people from 10 using masks. Um, And currently, we are doing what the government appeals, which is uh, self-quarantine, because Jakarta has the most positive cases of COVID-19 in Indonesia. Second question. uh, Briefly, how has this affected Indonesian filmmakers? Well, at the beginning, the film industry were still doing their activities. Uh, I kept on preparing my film and other productions, kept on continuing their works. But after a while, uh, productions, shoots were halted gradually. Uh, Filmmakers started to declare our fight against the spread of the virus and postponing our activities one by one. And now I think, as far as I know, uh, there are no production who keeps on running. We take a break to fight the spread of the virus, at least until May. Third question. More specifically, you're supposed to shoot your own debut feature film. What's happening there and how do you feel about it? Okay. Well, like everybody else, uh, we postponed the production. We actually started shooting for three days in a studio in Jakarta. Uh, The initial schedule was after those three days studio shoot, we would do a company move to Wonosari in Yogyakarta and shoot the remaining 36 days of shoot uh, with almost two months of production schedule. However, on the first day of the shoot in Jakarta, which was on March 15th, the government declared war against the spread of COVID-19 and appeals for people to start working from home. So we decided to finish off Jakarta shoot and take a break, regroup. And just yesterday, uh, we decided to postpone the shoot uh, and we'll resume the production on early June. 
And this uh, decision turns out to be very well accepted by the uh, all the individuals uh, involved in the project, all cast and crew, because uh, we regard safety and health as the most important thing right now uh, for us to continue the project uh, later on. Uh, final question. Finally, tell us a bit more about your film. What is it about and who are you working with? Okay, um, the film is a period war drama film set in 1947. It's about, uh, it's inspired by a true event um, about uh, several Indonesian Air Force cadets who were instructed to do uh, an operation, which turned out to be the first operation done by the Indonesian Air Force to protect the independence. I serve as a as the writer and director along with my friend, so I write and direct together with him. Uh, and I'm also working with some of the best filmmakers here, such as uh, Franz Paat uh, as the production designer, um, Batara Gumpar as uh, the director of photography, and many other top-class filmmakers. Uh, the cast consists of uh, young actors who are very good and developing actors along with some more senior actors as sportings. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> well, wish me luck. I have a good feeling about this project, and as soon as the pandemic stops, we are ready to give our all for the project. Cheers. Right, ladies and gentlemen, and that was the perspective of our friend Winaldo Swastia in Jakarta, uh, in Indonesia. Uh, Eza, your thoughts? Um, it seems like it's a very similar picture to what we have in Malaysia. People walking around with masks and all that. Uh, do, are we seeing a lot of that in Malaysia? Def- definitely. I mean, now even if we, especially in my neighborhood or like in the Klang Valley area, if whenever you wanted to go to a mall, not mall, I would say like if enter a grocery store, you need to put on a mask. Hmm. If not, they won't let you in. But I don't know how, no, really? uh, to what extent, they, yeah, to what extent the storekeeper follow this. But uh, those that I went to really adhere to this. So, yeah, <laughs> hmm. um, it's it, it's definitely affecting everyone, and especially if you listen to the audio, um, listen to what Winaldo said. Um, you know, this is his. First feature, isn't it? Mm. Yes, so as as the full it's, it's, director, it's, if you will. That that gonna affect you emotionally, of course. You have this connection to your craft, and you already prepared so much. I can only imagine how they would feel, and I guess, yeah. Hope mm. everything's went went well, and. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Certainly, uh, our good thoughts and wishes go out to the people of. Uh, Jakarta, uh, Winaldo and his family, the people working on the production. He mentioned some um, names there. Uh, the thing about film productions is when you delay them uh, and then we try to start them up again, you might find that the same people uh-huh. would have to move on to another project because usually people, True. certainly those who are in demand, uh, they, they have worked out like the next six months or the next uh, year or so as to which yeah, films they're going to be working on, you know? So you can't just call up the person like one or two weeks from now and say, hey, bro, I need you for, for this production. Uh, and, you know, they, they, they are likely to say no. 
um, they would have planned something else for that. So hopefully things uh, can be worked out. Um, you know, shooting in Jogja. <laughs> it's like uh, two months, nearly two months in Jogja. It seems like it's, it's, a, it's an adventure in its own right. So, so that's going to be another logistical exactly. nightmare um, that Winaldo will have to deal with. Um, but I figure uh, that yeah. he will know the best way forward. Right? He knows what he's doing. And uh, yeah, uh, the very best of good luck once again to Winaldo and his friends. Um, and that's it for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Ezra, hey, hey. good to have you back yes. in the fold. Very, very happy <laughs> Thank to... Thank you so much for having me. Ah, I'm no. so happy. <laughs> You're so happy. happy. <laughs> sure we'll be having those discussions uh, a lot sooner rather than later um, a lot of them with Ezra hopefully um, and maybe we can even do one session where you and I and Muz all of us you know <laughs> sit down uh, around the table and, and we're just talking about our experiences in uh, England India and Malaysia all at the same time that's gonna be a first probably. Yeah. Uh, but for <laughs> now ladies and gentlemen uh, Ezra once again thank you very much for your time and uh, and the same thank you so much having me uh, no you're <laughs> most welcome you're most welcome the pleasure is all ours the, and the same goes for our listeners thank you very much for your time as well hope you guys are staying hey. safe at home uh, taking care of your loved ones take care yes mm-hmm. absolutely and uh, don't forget your face mask when you go out <laughs> apparently because otherwise they won't let you to go uh, they won't let you go inside the shops or whatever <laughs> apparently according to Ezra um, we're not at that level yet um, hopefully all this will blow over a lot sooner rather than later. That's it. Thank you very much once again. Uh, have a good night, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you, and whenever you guys are in the world. Bye, guys. Bye. I just want to play. Unplug for the day.